Minnesota Vikings fans, welcome back to the Purple People Eaters podcast. He's Aaron, I'm Chris, and we're here to talk about not a Vikings victory. Let's put it that way. Man, uh, you know, 11-0 in one-score games when they win. Beyond that Detroit game, they really know how to take the trauma right out of it on the defense or on the losing end. Um, wow, <laughs> that was pretty ugly. Sure, both of us, Aaron and I, we, we picked against the Vikes, but we didn't think it was going to be all that ugly. That was nasty. So we're going to talk about it. Obviously, the offense and special teams uh, comes first for blame before defense. We've had plenty of defensive blame this year. This was not the case. I'm not saying they played great, but they played good enough early. That's for sure in the first half. Um, physicality. Is another thing that we'll talk about, whether it's the refs not calling it or our guys, receivers, just not getting open based off of that. Um, obviously, the turnovers uh, in a variety of ways, like I said, that goes to special teams, too, with the kickoff and the missed kicks and blah, 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 blah. We got injured offensive linemen now. It's really looking a little ugly <laughs> down the stretch. And, of course, we'll preview and predict uh, the, the Bears game on the road. And it will be interesting to see what we do. You know, play the starters, play some of them, maybe some guys that are really banged up, rest them, or just say screw it and just play it strategic. Sometimes we already know who, who would be if we, if we get the third seed, which we're in right now, it's the, you know, we're at least going to get the third seed depending on the Niners. But I think the Niners already kind of, you know, went into overtime and, Last week, Washington played with them close. They're going to get the spot, it seems like. So do you go strategic? Do you try to feel better going into the playoffs? I mean, it's an interesting uh, dilemma here that we'll talk about when we break down that Vikings-Bears uh, game coming up on Sunday. Um, I think it's Sunday. I don't think it's afternoon again. I think it's high noon. I know a lot of people are pissed off because uh, Detroit and Green Bay play later at night. Um, but anyway... And, of course, we'll, we'll, we'll close the show. If you've listened to the show, you know we closed with the Go for Football segment. They at least went out on a good note. If this is your first time listening to the Purple People Leaders podcast, welcome. It streams live right here on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Ropadope Radio. You don't have to go to Blog Talk and Ropadope and download the show directly or listen to the browser. You can find it in a whole lot of places. Under the Ropadope Radio banner, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. We have a uh, Living in Loserville Spricker page. It's available on Spotify as well. While you're at it, why don't you head on over to Sports News 24 and the Grueling Truth. Um, and one more thing. If you're thinking about cutting the cord or you have, you're not quite happy, i got something for you. It's called DirecTV Stream. The price started as low as $69.99. Still have that three-month savings of $160. If you go with the choice package or above, you get HBO Max, Showtime, Stars, Epics, or Cinemax. The new one is you save uh, $50 if you go with a choice package and above and you purchase the exclusive DirecTV streaming device. That's DirecTV Stream. Okay. So, you know, a week ago we were in the tundra. It's it's loosened up a little bit, thank goodness. But um, like I said at the top, Aaron, I mean, we really know how to lose. Besides that Detroit game, Man, do the Vikings know how to take the drama out of a loss for us. 
Yeah, I mean, four losses so far. Um, and they're not, you know, they're blowouts, Chris. And then everything we win is a one score game. So it's, it, it, an L is an L, no matter where you put a one point or, or 40 points. But it's not the loss, it's how you lose. And we both pick them to lose. Um, for a multitude of reasons, one being we generally split with the Packers, two, they need it more than us, blah, 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 down the line. But I don't think any of us came into the game or turned it on thinking that it was going to be a, a complete blowout. It started off, you know, decently well, and then, you know, it just seemed like they didn't show up. And uh, physicality-wise, they didn't match it, and there were some incidents we'll probably get into, but it just was a – just one of those games where you just go, what is this? Why? What is going on here? It's not that you lose to the Packers. It's that you just basically let yourself get run over, steamrolled by the Packers. And that's not the time. You know, we live in a place where it's kind of mixed Packer fan and Viking fan. And unfortunately, you know, you have to see those guys. And it just sucks to like, yeah, you won back in week one. So you can bring that up. But that was 15 (laughs) weeks ago. The teams are different now. That's years ago, right? Years ago in football <laughs> time. So now we got to deal with these guys. And, you know, at least when they, they lost to us by, what, 10 points, 12 points, something like that. But we're, you know, a 30-some spot is not great. Right, probably not 30. But, you know, just getting your butt kicked like that at Lambeau. End of the season when you should be peaking. It's not a good story. It's just not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Philly beat us up in the first half and just maintained uh, the domination in the second half. We had chances to drive the ball. We had, you know, we drove the ball in this game more than we did say in the Dallas game. Like we said, that Detroit game is, uh, we had chances to win that game. That wasn't necessarily a blowout, but we lost the game cleanly by the end of it. But, yeah, when you start out in, hey, positivity, block punt. And (laughs) when you get that close, first the goal at the one, don't do anything with it. Settle for a field goal. It was like, okay, whatever. You know, it is what it is. Kickoff return in the most cra- – like the easiest kickoff return you're almost going to see. Um, that was ridiculous. So you're like, man, this game's pretty crazy. We already saw two special teams play. Man, this is pretty nuts. You know, to get them to turn over on downs, that's why I say I don't want to blame the defense in the first half at all before uh, the offense, obviously, in the in the special teams – Got a turnover on downs, okay. Pick six, so the ball was going to TJ. Uh, TJ did have position. It was one-on-one. It wasn't a horrible pass or anything like that. The fucking thing tips up right to a player. And, okay, you, you get tip balls, and they go to players, you know, on the opposite. That, that's no big deal, but they're going to run it for a touchdown. And you're like, okay, well, that was pretty quick. Then we sustained a drive. Okay, eight plays, you know. Almost four minutes, Aaron. Here we go. Missed field goal. They turn around and just plow us for like seven minutes with a drive. Now, once again, the defense stood up um, there, you know, uh, didn't play good in the red zone down the stretch of this game, but played good enough early, like I said. And it just, it, it was just like, what the hell's going on? Then the, the tip ball at the line of scrimmage that happened like three times. That's a pick. In a long-ass return, you're looking at that stat where they have negative 14 yards uh, passing, like 20 or 30 yards rushing, I'm talking about the Packers, and like 200 yards return yards. It was just like, 
what the hell is going on here? And it's 24-3 to because, you know, they went down no problem five plays after that pick I talked about. Five plays, uh, 60 yards, over three minutes, boom. Once again, they come back, though, 10 plays, had a nice drive going, let's get some points, missed field goal. I mean, when you're down 27-3, to technically it could have been worse. It just, like, not technically worse how the game went, but it could have been even wider of a score. I mean, it was just ugly the whole first half, and it does frustrate you because, like I said, we moved the ball. We just either have a turnover and a long return or miss field goal. Yeah, Murphy's Law, right? Whatever can go wrong will. And that just seemed to be what is happening. I mean, you have the kick return, like you mentioned. That was a weird play where they just parted the Red Sea for uh, Nixon, I guess is his name. And then, you know, you have the interception tip ball, okay. You know, you got to kind of take that in stride. Yeah, things and happen, you, okay. You know, things okay. happen, okay. <laughs> you know, um, some shenanigans by Alexander um, that were really retaliated on, which I thought was kind of weird. Um, and also, I think, you know, let him play, quote-unquote, is a – something people say this time of year about guys getting, you know, all handsy uh, on receivers. But, you know, what wasn't it supposed to be a point of emphasis going into this season that the, they were blowing the whistle every three seconds about uh, legal contact, and that seems to have gone away, uh, which is good. I thought it was over a little heavy-handed at the time, but now it's like, all right, well, that was clearly a pass interference. He's draped all over the guy. You're going to let him get away with that. Okay, you're in Lambo. You get used to it. You know they're going to get calls there. They always do. That's kind of the – Lambo mystique, but then, you know, like you just, you, you kind of went down the litany, so I don't need to re, uh, reiterate those things, but it just seemed like one thing after the other, and Hawkinson was dropping balls, and it just wasn't clicking on any, you know, and again, like you said, you can't really get on the defense. They weren't on the field. It was the offense, special teams, uh, big plays, turnovers, um, and then, you know, when you get a turnover, you can't seem to tackle anybody, and, <laughs> you know, I don't want to say the Vikings mailed this in, but but I just didn't see a lot of effort, didn't see a lot of physicality, didn't see a lot of want to, didn't see a lot of anything. And you're thinking, well, maybe it's the first half, and you know things will change in the second half, as has been this season. But just kind of the way you stunk in the first kind of led you to believe that if you were going to come back, it was going to take an act of God, really. <laughs> yeah, and you know, to the credit, you know, defense got to stop right away. All of a sudden, have a, a nine-play drive, Aaron, over five minutes. We're moving the ball, Fumble. They go down, 12-play, a seven-minute drive, <laughs> score a touchdown, come back. And this is one of those. There was two passes that uh, the the third pick was all Cousins because he was – there's one thing to be aggressive, and I understand you got you, you to gotta pass, but you can't get it all back in one play. That was just safety read it all the way. We're lucky that didn't get picked all the way. But uh, there was another one that he, he forced to Jefferson, but it hit. It got tipped. I think there was three tips at the line. But that could have been a, a, a another interception right there, I'll say that. So we could say, oh, that one, it's not as big deal. But there was another one that had it not got tipped, it probably would have been a pick. So, you know, he, got, he had the fumble after a nice drive. Like you said, it's like, okay, here we are, 34-3. And actually, actually that – 
pick that they scored another touchdown on with another five minute goddamn drive. It was forty one to three. And yeah, we got, you know, some late touchdowns, but it was ugly, man. It was ugly. And then the old line after the first quarter, we're already on our second string center. He's done. He's gonna be done. He's not gonna probably play again this year. Um, not to be overdoing it, but it just doesn't seem like that's gonna be if you look at his injury. And then, you know, our second best one of the top five, top seven or something, right tackle in the league, Brian O'Neill. He's done after the freaking first quarter. And it's, I don't know. You hear the coach on that one. It's a little bit shakier, but the combination of Bradbury not coming back for a, a few weeks now because he had a back injury. Then he got in a car accident and had a setback. And clearly that was a major setback because he's still not getting back. And when they asked him today, coach KO, he was like, well, he's doing better, but. Not quite sure. It's like, oh, yeah, that I don't know if he's coming back in two weeks. Backs are fickle like that. But for O'Neal to play in two weeks and be effective, especially as a tackle with the athletes that come off the edge, whether it's a blitz or the straight-up defensive end or, or the outside linebacker, all of a sudden this serviceable line, man, is falling apart before our eyes. And in comes Ole Udo to save the day. <laughs> Back to tackle, everything's going to be fine. You're right. I mean, hopefully it's a, it's a minor calf injury, if there is such a thing. I mean, half yeah, the thing was Yeah, for a 300-pounder, right? right? It's like, fuck. You know, and then there's the third-string center. Who knew? Who knew who it was? I didn't know who it was. Well, he's our backup guard, Reed. Yeah. I, knew, I knew him as a backup guard. <laughs> well, he's been taking snaps in practice, so he's ready to right. go. Obviously, he didn't know the snap counts. 16 weeks, I think he was out. Remember, he was hurt. Everyone's like, put in Reed at guard. It's like, dude, he's not even healthy right now. What are you talking about? Put him in. He's not even on the active roster, dude. Uh, And then, like you said, Bradbury, we have no idea what's going on with him because we don't know what happened in his accident and all this stuff. And they're keeping that really hush-hush. So, obviously, you know, there's something going on there. Not that he was a world beater to begin with, but, boy, it'd be nice to have him around. Now, I guess uh, there's some news on Twitter. It might just be the – birds chirping but uh jc treader's back in the in the viking pantheon of twitter verse so i don't know if they're gonna do something about now, that this would be the um, time to sign him right and in the tackle the situation i mean do you do you want rashad hill i mean i think he's in chicago or something but i feel maybe i don't know i mean let's give udo a chance and all we are saying <laughs> It's well, we like, know he's going to uh, hold him. At least he'll be less hit yeah. on Cousins because we know he's going to hold instead of giving we'll him a in a couple false starts a game, and, and <laughs> we'll go from there. It's like, all right, dude. So our line is depleted. Oh, if we do end up seeing the Niners. Oh, God. That's a problem. Oh, God. That's going <laughs> to be bad, dude. That's going to be a throwback to 2019. Uh, hell, even oh. the Giants. The Giants are formidable, formidable up front. Yeah, true. So, I mean, we got to get yeah, that done right. with whatever's going on there offensively. Kirk's going to die. I mean, he almost died against the Giants the first time. So, <laughs> yeah, set not... the re- Since they started keeping track of quarterback hits, we set the record this season. Yeah, and I that's with a serviceable ride. <laughs> I don't want to go to DEFCON 5 oh, here, but, God. I mean, if there's anybody that you want to keep on the field, it, it might be your tackle oh. in your center. So, yeah. Um but hey, you know, next guy up, we'll see. That's Reed for for the time being, I guess, unless they bring somebody in. But yeah, I mean, that's just part of the physicality that we're trying to talk about uh, with this game. They just no push back at all, and 
some of these things are happening. The body slam. I don't know who got body slammed, but uh, I think it was KJ. Was it KJ? And then uh, the only guy that stood up, it seemed, was uh, based off the replay I just saw again. Was uh, yeah, Madison. Madison, yep. And he's coming chirping really, really. Yep. Yeah. But uh, but other than that, there should be multiple guys over there. Yeah. And there was zero except for Madison saying something. And same with uh, Alexander hitting the gritty. Nobody did anything. Is I don't want to say it's endemic of the team and we're soft. I mean, I think it is a soft football team, uh, but it, it's hard to say. You know what the dynamic is, but I mean, I, I just don't see. I see your buddy or your teammate get slammed, and you don't. There's no one retaliating. Yeah, that was violent. nothing. That was a violent slam. Aren't you it pissed is. off that you're getting manhandled anyway as receivers? Yeah, it should have been ends. a little chippy. I thought it was going to be chippy. It started off a little bit from the start, you know. There was they a little pushing chipping. and shoving. Right. And then all of a sudden it just turned into nothing, you know. So I, I just don't know what to think about that. And that's just the way the whole game went. And it's not like Rodgers came out and carved you up. I thought he was no, going to have a field all. day with, with Duke Shelley. And, you know, that wasn't really an issue. The issue was that the Packers wanted this one. And obviously you didn't give a crap about what, you wanted to do, I mean, you had the, what, what was on stick? You had the, the one seed still in play. You or at least seed. the two seed. Yeah. yeah. Two seed to preserve it. Yep. Preserve. Good, good. Work. And, um, uh, you, you want to not limp into the playoffs. That's a kind of a nice thing. You got Chicago to, you know, the game every year, Chicago to finish the year. So, I mean, and we don't know what that's going to be like. So it's like, okay, well, did you, you burn this film because what did you really learn? What did we learn as 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 a what did, what positive did we learn about this squad? Uh, watching them get their butts kicked in Lynn Lambeau, uh, uh, not a lot. We learned what we learned in Philly. You get physical with our receivers and tight ends; they're not going to. You know, we've had a besides Jefferson, we've had a separation problem all fucking year long, which is really a head scratcher. And maybe it is the system that some of these guys just aren't not blaming the system by any means. I'm saying, like, maybe they're just not great in this system like they had been recently. Maybe it is stealing, losing a step. I don't know. But we've been talking, we've been documenting the lack of every time we damn, almost every time we throw the ball to not Jefferson, it's like you got to fucking hum that bitch in there and just hope for the best. And, and, it started in Philly. Get physical on these dudes. They're not going to separate. It's going to be tough. We're going to have to throw in a tight windows all damn game. And, and a lot of times we have to throw early because you're about to get hit. So you're right. I'm definitely – I don't want to watch any Twitter all 22 shit. I don't want to watch any of this stuff. Um, yeah, man, the physicality, dude. And you're right. Dude, Jones and Dylan, 26 carries, a buck 52. That's what won the game beyond all our bullshit turnovers and all the special team stuff. But that it wasn't uh, Rodgers whatsoever. He made a couple good plays. But that, he's going to do that every single day of the week. He can do that in a wheelchair, a punt formation, and just be long shotgun, and Rodgers will do something. <laughs> you know, it, it, it was just, I don't know. We know they have heart because you wouldn't keep fighting in all these games, yeah. you know. We know that it's not heart, but it literally it, it feels like it's when young. they get Jefferson's the skinniest fucking wide receiver on our team, and it's like he's the only one that heart on the receiver, tight end, all this stuff. TJ, you're a big fucking guy. Act like it sometimes. I don't know. 
Yeah, that's the only emotion I saw, and it was a lot from Jefferson. But these guys, it's always been this way, Chris. I won't say always. There's been some squads. 2009 was one of them. But you you punch these guys in the face figuratively, and they right. don't do anything. They just they take it, you know. And it's like nice punch. I'm not nice saying punch. go out there and punch. You know, we talked off mic. I'm not saying go out there and cheap shot, but. Having Sometimes a force you gotta do, do it. something, you know, yep. you got to do something. You got to play it like boxing. If the ref's not calling shit, do what is being done to you and make them call and take your 15 yards. We're getting our ass kicked anyway. Why not set a message for next week for the refs? Sure. Something. And that's that was Zimmer's thing, too. You know, on the end there, it was like he just didn't. He didn't like the new, well, he didn't like a lot of things, but he didn't like the new <laughs> facility. He didn't like this. Is everybody's going to get soft? And, you know, I'm not saying it's the facility that made him soft, but I think he was just calling his team out about no, cause we're not, playing not being in colder physical. weather. You know, people say, oh, it's the cold. Did we, we practiced all week in colder weather than the game on grass. What was up with the cleat shit? We forgot to mention yeah. the cleats. That is a, I heard Coach K.O. said, well, we'd never force people to wear cleats. Well, you should put it in contracts then on certain games. You know, like, what do you mean we had to switch cleats during the game a bunch yeah, of Yeah, I don't buy that for a second because we got vets that have played in Lambeau at this time of the year every year for but a But yet you saw there. people slip, and we saw it on the sidelines. They were changing their cleats, even yeah, though they, they were told they were these are the cleats we have to use. That's crazy. I mean, I'm sure Harrison Smith has played the same time of the year at Lambeau six, eight times in his career probably. Well, maybe not eight, but closer oh, we're to so, six. We're times. such a tight knit uh, group. You think? But we're not. Be... Obviously, no one's got well, anybody's back. You know. Well, I mean, we are a tight knit group in the locker room. I'm saying, and the point is, fucking force those dudes to wear a certain amount of cleat for one fucking day. We shouldn't be switching. Oh, it took me four slips to go. Yeah, you're right. You know that. Yeah. I guess that's just an extra <laughs> kick the can down the road thing. But it's four like, slips, damn, dude, dude. down a center and a and a right tackle. You know? Yeah, and a couple of those slips, like that TJ slip, that was going to be a one-on-one play, man. That would have been a big play. Like, uh, And then defense, too. Aye. Aye, it's aye, just aye. a whole mess, man. <laughs> uh, is it a little bit because it's, you know, Green Bay? I mean, let's say this was a loss to the Tampa Bay Bucks. Would we be as upset? I don't know. I think, I mean, it's, I think it's Green Bay, but I think it's just the way we got our ass kicked again. Yeah. I was really looking forward to losing a one-score game and get that out of the way. You know, just get it out of the way. Just get it out of the way. Nope, couldn't do it. This year year is such a weird year that I guess we just can't do it, dude. Yeah, so, I mean, the second half was just more of the same, really. You know, it it wasn't – Fumble here, pick there. Yeah, and the terrible thing is you kind of had to sit through it because – Maybe yeah, they yeah. would come back. <laughs> Maybe halfway You're through right. the third, Cook would they rip off the screen. The and, that was the shit. You know, but then I think they had one nice drive that ended Kirk. We got down to like 20, and Kirk throws a pick. Uh, and that was kind of – that's where I was like, all right, I'm no longer invested. And in that game. one was the bad pick, Joe. Yeah. That one was like, okay, so it's just desperation time? or What is this? <laughs> yeah. And so then Jalen Naylor the gets a nice too. touchdown. Yeah, that was know. nice. Good stuff. And then they pull the starters, and I think I, 
tweeted out at halftime. Just well, did we pull starters? Pull them earlier, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we got we're down a, a, a second string yeah, center and attack. Yeah, you need like, here. Yeah, <laughs> a war of attrition here. Are we going to keep going with this or what? But let's look at Nick Mullins because, but yeah, it, it's a sad state of affairs for that game and you know for. They know what's on the line here. These Vikings players know it's a rivalry. They know that families yeah. are split at this rivalry, you know, and that yeah. the, people are going to have to hear about this for the offseason. Just lose the, you know, lose game one if you got to lose one so that we could have the win for the offseason. And it, we might have to end up seeing them again. I think there's a weird chance of that. We'll get that to that later. But, um, and then you go, get can you beat a team? The Niners would have to lose to see him again. Yeah. And the Niners have the Packers numbers in the playoffs. So if they end up seeing each other, it's a, you know, I think I like the Niners in that, but yeah, we don't want to see the Niners. That's for sure. And, uh, but we got the bears before that. And I mean, what do you think about? They're the, the only team with the worst defense than ours. Um, you know, it kind of goes back to that whole, uh, well, we know they're going to run the ball. They average 181 on the ground, but they give up 158. This is the most yards that we've faced a, a team this year. I think there's been like five of them where you're like, dude, it's 140 a game. They give it up, dude. They give up 158. Will we finally stick to the damn run and just just do it, do it well? I mean, when you're looking at our offensive line, maybe that's not a smart thing to do. Um, the first game, you know, it was like 29-22. We got off to this nice lead, got up 21-3, even 21-10 to 10 at half. They made a 16-0 run, got up 22-21. I think they failed a, a, a conversion, a two-point conversion. That's why it was a weird number. And plus, it's a Vikings game, so it's going to be a weird number. But, you know, they made a run, well, like, all the way into maybe early, mid-fourth, got up 22-21, to 21, and then our offense is like, oh, that's right. It's third quarter's done, guys. Let's fucking go. And they score a touchdown, game over, whatever. But, you know, this game, it, it, healthy, I think we win the game. Right? It, or not healthy. <laughs> Let me take that back. Starters, we win the game. But without starters, I think we lose the game. But mm-hmm. I just don't believe we'll – if we didn't stick with the run with our starting unit – starting five, why would we all of a sudden on the offensive line stick to the run? Maybe it's just because they're so bad at doing it. I don't know, but it really comes down to how we're going to play this. Like I said, if the Niners beat the cards, which they're going to, uh, that get they get the second seed. The Giants have already locked down the sixth spot. So we'd have, do, do you want to play the Lions or the Bears? Oh my, which one do you want? Or not, sorry, Lions or Packers. Either way, they're coming in hot. Either way, they're coming in hot. Do you want that hot wild card team, or do you want the Giants who are in? Um, th- that comes down to it. Do, do you rest? Do you play everyone? Right? There's three options. Play everyone. Maybe rest a couple of the guys that are pretty nicked up where you're like, uh, but if you're close to healthy, we'll play you, or just shut it down and see what we can do in two weeks. What, what, what do you do here? Uh, this might be a hot take, but I'm fine with the three seed. Yeah. Uh, the reason why is because you get to avoid the Niners for a time being, and and you might you're gonna have to p- play either the most likely you're gonna either have to play the Niners or the Packers. Yeah. And Packers would be at home. Niners <clears throat> would be on the road. Right. And I'd rather 
play the Packers at home, but I got a feeling, like I said earlier, that the Niners, yeah. they always got the edge. Now, maybe this is the year's a little bit off. Um, I'd, I'd rather take the th- – I'm fine with the three, so I say you sit, everybody. I, you got to get a center healthy or at least up to speed on the snap counts. And you've got to get – And why take you know, more I damage? I don't. Yeah, I just don't know if you can get O'Neal back in 14 days, but you got to kind of cross your fingers and hope that you can do something like that. Um, you know, Udo can play. Maybe you can spot play him. I don't know, but that's a a tough situation. I mean, Cleveland's there if you want to move him and try to put in a guard. I don't know. Do something with this offensive line. Get the defense healthy as you can. You're pretty good. Um, Cam came in and played a little bit in that second half. Um, so your corner depth is starting to get a little bit better, I guess. Um, Evans is still out. I don't know what that's going to be. It's Monday, but, um, so, you know, for me, it's like you don't really have a lot to win. I guess you could look at, you know, you want to see if you can get, you know, you don't want, you want to keep continuity. You know, that's a thing. You, you want to keep everybody, you know, ready. So maybe you play them a few series, first half, second half. Get him a little bit of game action and get him out, but no, Chris. Short like answer. Third, I, third preseason game, old third preseason game, where you play him, you know, see how they play in the first half or whatever. I'm with you. I, I think we shut it down. There's really no yeah, shut her down. It, Let's see Mullins. You can still you know. practice, you know. Yep. They could practice all week and shit like that. You can stay yep. sharp that way, but yeah, shut shut it down. Shut it down. There's no point in getting any more people hurt that we need. Because even if you win, isn't there a, a convoluted way you're going to still have to get the two seed? Like someone's going to have to lose. The Niners would have to lose. Yeah. The I Niners so. are playing the cards at home. They're yeah. not. No. Their chance was the last two weeks to lose, and they did. Yeah. So. Close one. <laughs> Close yeah, one really. Vegas, overtime but. and all that. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just but. don't think they will. I'm with you. I think you shut it down. You shut just it shut down. Shut it down. Yeah. Just, just take it on the chin. Some people are like, well, you know, you want to have a good vibe. So you're saying beating the Bears is going to give us some, some good vibe? You know, some kind of, hey, man, we got our swagger back. We beat the Bears. Like, come on, dude. That's, I think that's silly. I think that's emotionally a fan thing to say. Uh, yeah. I think you just got to do it strategic. Uh, you don't want to come in with a hot team. We know that wild card shit's weird when someone comes in and they just won five out of the last six. I, I just – it's a weird thing to have to turn right around and have someone just railroad you and then you got to play them again in two weeks. That's rough. It potentially, you know, with Green Bay. Either way, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just, and, <laughs> you know, look, give the Bears another win. Maybe they drop down a draft choice. There or you so. go. You're but, going. I like this. This is looking ahead. You know, talk about strategy, man. Yeah, I like this. In there. Yeah, man. But uh, <laughs> so let's go. Nick Mullins and the Vikings uh, against the Chicago Bears, and I think they're probably not going to play everybody. They'll probably sit uh, those that are important, but maybe not. So let's say let's say it's a it's a starter Chicago versus mostly backups for the Vikings. Obviously, I like Chicago in it, and that's a physical team too. It's just to the point, Chris, where every team is physical and we're not. But we'll we'll get into that in a different day. Even if you're not a physical team, it's like, well, might as well try to be physical with this team. Yeah, and bully them, you know. Um, so obviously, I like the Bears here. I I don't think it'll necessarily be 
that close. Um, because when you're outside in Chicago, that field sucks worse than Lambo. Um, yeah, true. It's either the tall grass or the wind, you know, it's, it's either, that's the, that's soldier field for you. But, um, yeah, I don't like the Vikings in this one. I, I don't want to put any, uh, I'm not going to put any money on it because I just don't know how it's going to go. There's too many variables here with uh, starters, non-starters. I mean, Kale, we're going to find out what he's all about. I mean, we have a hard time running the ball, starters or backups. Um, that's an issue and it's been an issue all season too. I don't think Kale, I'm starting to think he's not a big fan of running the ball. He likes throwing it around and throw to open up the run. Yep. I mean, and part of that could be, you know, six and one, half dozen of the other. You, you don't like to run because you can't run the ball. You know, that's another thing. Um, and that's something that you need to do at early January in Chicago. Yeah, short yards yeah. we have struggles, but if you look at Cook's overall numbers, they're pretty good. They're pretty yeah, good. Yeah, they are. Um, and Madison, you know, he's a workhorse back. I, and now it's like, okay, well, we're down to what, two more games with, with Madison? Let's use him, you know. <laughs> I think Ty, Ty Chandler's off the IR, but he didn't see any time. We need some kind of running game, some semblance of running game going into the playoffs. I would try to just do that. I try to find out in this game. Uh, who's good on the offensive line in case someone else gets hurt. You know, I take good sure. looks at people who's playing well. Uh, try Reed, you know, uh, Schlautman. What is his injury, Chris? Do you uh, he's done fibula. I mean, oh. just he's, he's done. He's done. Okay, so if we he's make done. the Super Bowl, maybe he'd come back, but you know. Yeah. yeah so that sucks. He's done. he's done. And we don't know what Bradbury's situation is, and we won't know until later a in the week. Fact. But. You know, we ha- he hasn't got any live action. He's he's done drills and all that, but he still hasn't gotten live action. Like I said, he was close to returning a few weeks back. He got in a car accident and had a setback, and obviously it was a a pretty big setback. So, in the way he talked about it today, it's like, mm, boy, I, I don't know if he's back in two weeks. Maybe he'll give it a go, but I, we don't. You know, uh, I don't know, man. It, I, I'd be, I don't know. It's too early with uh, we don't have the MRI with O'Neill, but. Yeah. It's not looking good. No, it's not. And you take a, I just take a look at what you got on the offensive line. What can help you going forward? Uh, where you can put them? What you what you're going to need? And then I'd run because you got to get somebody to run this football. We've got to be able to do it, no matter who we play in the playoffs. We've got to be able to run the ball effectively. You've got the backs. The backs aren't the problem. You give them a hole, they know what to do with it. It's we've got to be able to run. Like you said, short yardage and on first down. We've got to be able to do that. And otherwise, we're just not playoff ready. We can't throw the ball. We don't pass block that well. I mean, offense, this is a huge issue, Chris, going into the playoffs. Well, we throw line. the ball well because we're, you could tell, we just... came into this game uh, second in completions. I think we're fourth in attempts. But, you know, right now, if you have one of your blind sides, you know, with O'Neal out, it's yeah, boy, it's gonna be like a couple of years ago off the edge. And with our defensive situation on the whole, it's you know, it's it's yeah, it's hard to right. have a we lot of Right, we left him fit. alone today, right? But that that yeah. could be a huge problem very next week. I mean, Donatel really, <laughs> we got. I mean, there's a lot that needs to be worked, and we didn't think we would go into the playoffs this this way, Chris, with all these questions, but. What happened is you went to Lambeau 
and everything you thought was was decent and good on your offensive side of the ball is now gone into a a mixer and you don't know what's what over there not to mention the injuries um and it's just kind of like well what do you, what do you do now and and who are you going to face and what are you going to do against Chicago and and can we run the football and can we pass block and, and who's the third center and you know, it's a whole <laughs> mismatch of things, and it just—it's just the way. Why? Uh, Why could this happen week through one through four? Why did it have to go at the end of the year? That's football, dude. So, oh, long boy. story short, you get the three seed, and hopefully, you see the Giants at home, right? Yep. Oh, yeah, we got a home. We got home. We got home. We do have the home. Period. Whew. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's a rough one. It is a rough one. But I think if the starters played beyond Cousins, if we had Mullins and everybody else played, I think we could still win that game. But I just don't see that. You know, I think they will shut it down. I think it's yeah. the hardest thing to do. It, it, you know, if we hadn't had this recent stint, you know, of injuries, maybe yeah. we wouldn't be thinking that way. Maybe, what, like you said, about play them couple series to keep the rhythm going. Mm-hmm. I'd be at least a little bit more on board for that, but right now it's like, nah, dude. Or maybe we play everybody, shoot. but, you know, but Derisaw, you sit Derisaw, you sit Jefferson, you sit right. Cousins, you sit Cook, you know, on defensive yeah, yeah. side, you sit Kendricks, that you might sit be. Peterson, you know, yeah, that you might sit be Hunter, you sit Sidarius, and everybody else goes, you know. Maybe it's something like that. I, I, yeah, just don't yeah wanna... the young players still learning. Yeah, no, yeah, I think that's that's probably what we'll see. It won't be an all twenty-two sit, you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to see Jefferson on the field against Chicago. No. I don't want to see Cousins on the field against Chicago. Nope. I don't want to see Derisaw now on the field against yeah, Chicago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you said, Peterson. All the yeah, we yeah. got to shut down. Got to yeah. shut it down. And I think they will. Yeah, I think so. We, we kind of had a well. We can't say it's a track record of doing this because we got a new. Uh, you know, we got new people in charge, so I guess we can't. So really I say Bears by ten. Yeah, you know, in these games when we've done that, it's been like twenty to sixteen, and you know, it's been random fucking games. I remember they had like a a scoop and score that they won the game on or something like that. Like, yeah, a couple of years back, actually, two thousand nineteen, I think. Um, so the Gophers went out on a high note. That's eleven nine and nine over the last four years. If you look at the uh, three full years, there's uh, you know eleven nine nine. There's only like ten teams that have gotten nine plus wins in three full years. It is the end of an era officially now uh, with Mo, who set a bunch of different records like we knew he would with the center and the you know the QB and all that. End of an era completely. Um, I'll tell you what. We think that the field was bad, you know, in some of these NFL games. This field was horrendous and almost had eighth in, with the MCL sprain. Luckily, it was just a minor injury. Um, some highlights from the game. You know, we lot, we talked about how we lost that pretty key role player, at least, going to next year, Dixon, uh, left. But the two players that we mentioned, both of them shined. One of them, that, that redshirt freshman, took a pick six. So we're good there. We should be good there. Like we mentioned, we had 13 early enrollees. Got a tough schedule coming up. 
um, in the non-conference and the home game with Michigan and at Ohio State. So funny thing is, next year if we were eight and four, <laughs> we could actually win the Big Ten West. You know, you're like, well, shit. If you actually look at it, that'd be only one loss in the West. We could actually be like six and three in conference and and go same record though. That that's just how it kind of goes. Um, it will be interesting. We had a true freshman leave for wide receiver. That makes sense because it's a deep room now. It looks like Evans, Potts, Williams, and then those true in, uh, incoming freshmen, especially that one Taylor who Michigan and all these Wisconsin and all these run-first teams uh, were after. So, so I wouldn't doubt if he gets some playing time too. I wouldn't doubt if it's Potts, Evans in that unco- you know incoming freshman. But, yeah, it's the end of an era. And uh, it was nice to go out with a dub and get to that nine-win stuff that we talked about, Aaron. It's a nice wrap-up, and you're right, end of an era. You know, we went from being the youngest team in America, quote-unquote, having crazy? six, seven-year guys. Was it, was it four four healthy offensive linemen when he got here in that spring practice, yeah. I think? Jesus, yeah. criminy. And Tanner's been here the whole time, hasn't he? Yeah. He's been here as long as yep. Clark's been here. Tanner's eight, been yep. here. Yep, because he came so, with him. And you love Tanner or hate him. Um, I think it's a little bit in between. Um, he did a lot for this program. And, uh, you know, when he came in for Annexted and down in Nebraska, kind of took the starting job, uh, you know, it, it seemed like there's a lot of potential there. And he played pretty good, particularly in 2019, um, had a great year and uh, did a lot of great things. And then Mo, again, you know, he had, uh, you know, we had Rodney and Shannon before him, but then Mo's took over from there. And uh, obviously his numbers speak for himself and what he's done for the program. And, you know, guys have come and gone like Bateman and, you know, so uh, you're right. End of an era and a kind of a switching now new quarterback, uh, you know, that whole huge offensive line we have now, I think all of those guys are gone now. So um, we got new huge offensive linemen and it's going to be a lot of running the football, but also now you can throw with Ethan, like I said, a lot of receivers they brought in in this class. Um, which is, you know, a sign of things to come. And even in the, what, pinstripe bowl it was with the horrible field in New York City. And hopefully we we're done with these tier three bowl <laughs> games by it's Yankee Stadium, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> it's a baseball uh, stadium. That's why they don't do that stadium. anymore. Remember when we were younger? We'd see like the dirt on the, on the yep. football fields, you know, <laughs> candlestick. <laughs> candlestick, yep. Yeah. There's another, was it Florida? There's a team in Florida. Miami, I think. Also. Yep, yep, Miami. Miami sure, yep, for sure Miami. Yep, good call. Good call, yep. Get the baseball <laughs> field on the football field. Uh, there's a YouTube channel I follow. I think it's just called Minnesota Vikings, but it has all these old games. Chris, you should check it out, or anybody listening should check it out. It's just got, like, full games from, like, 87, 82, 81, 90, 2000s. It's got full games on. I've been watching What's the channel called? It's called Minnesota Vikings. I mean, hey, that seems about easy to search. Yeah, and it's not the official one, obviously. It's right, a different course. one, but it's so fun to watch some of it because you've seen, like, Joey Browner and all these old dudes, and you're like, uh, guys, you're like, oh, I forgot all about that guy, you know? And, <laughs> uh, some of these corners, like, they just, oh, yeah, we had that guy for a little while. But nonetheless, um, yeah, end of an era there. And I think the future looks good, Chris. I mean, it's competitive now. Big Ten's competitive they weren't so competitive in bowl games i think penn state won but everybody else uh, well no didn't they, do so they were well. four and oh actually and then they they ended up five and four okay because michigan lost high state lost and 
that's a whole different thing. But so the top of our conference didn't do so well. The rest of it, Illinois, I think, won as well. Did they not? I'm not sure. No, they lost. We're five and four though. Um. So yeah, it's competitive now, and Illinois is rising. That's my team to watch in the West and and us. Um, and Purdue, I don't know what to think of them, but um, so I think the future is good. Like I said, we've got enough backs in the back. We've got a ton of wide receivers that came in. Uh, defensive line seems to be good. Offensive line, we keep reproducing them. And so I think the future is good. I like Ethan, and if not, you know, I think you have some some options there. So I think you're right in your in your kind of synopsis of the season. It's it's eight and four. Could have easily been nine and three. Could have easily been ten and two. Could have been a lot of things, but we could have had ten wins is. the last two seasons, man. If we yeah, don't fucking easily. lose the goddamn, uh, I think I Bowling Green, had Bowling Green last year, that's ten wins. We yep. we beat Iowa, it's ten wins. It's unbelievable. Yep. yep. And people are still complaining. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you don't see Gophers in the police blotter. You don't see them in the thing. They're yeah, they got really standing. good grades. That's a good point. Academically, they're doing good. well, and they're winning nine games and close to ten on a yearly basis. And people want more. It's you know, I don't know. Yes, of course, you, of course, you want more, but right. you know. You, you take it when you can get it. Obviously, we had a nice season in, in 2019, and, you know, I guess every four years you want to jump kind of like Northwestern. So we got 19 to 20, 20 to 21, 21 to 22. 22 to 23 is another four-year deal. We'll see how it goes. But, yeah, I'm happy with the program. I'm glad they're doing well. Um glad we beat Syracuse in the Pinstripe Bowl. Don't ever want to play the Pinstripe Bowl again. Um And get on a New Year's Day Bowl next year. And, you know, this the classic Big Ten, that's the last year next year. Yep, it sure is. It sure is. Yeah, the next few years they they definitely uh they're definitely gonna try to pass the ball more. And I think I I like like we're set up defensively as a a unit. We just got a good defense. We're, we're gonna be top twenty, thirty, forty. We're we're gonna be solid there. It seems like almost every year. Um, and think about how many people we lost last year on defense. You know, we, we think about, I mean, both lines, but actually just stop right there. Both lines, right? We talked about that. The offense, four out of the five starters and like like five contributing guys on the interior in and out. I mean, it's a lot. So this literally, it wasn't a full-on rebuilding year, but, um, you know, it was, this is reloading, I guess, <laughs> for us. And that's pretty damn good. So, yeah, I like what's to come. And like I said, don't be surprised if somehow we were eight and four next year. That could be a birth to the conference final based off of our schedule. It's 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 kind of interesting how it works. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's go and, and you know hopefully we can uh, stay healthy and uh, for the Vikings of course and uh, we'll be back next week. Let's let's hope we can come back with uh, well it's tough to say good news because. We might be throwing the game. But either way, we'll be back next Monday. Uh, just kind of forget about the Vikings for a week and take a deep breath, try to enjoy this stuff. We do have a home football game. You never know. Let's see what happens. We'll see you next week. Peace. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.